What's up and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, and as a certified personal trainer and health coach, I'm here to help you live your best and most badass life. This space is for all the hot messes out there who are tired of feeling out of control, stuck, frustrated, and not at home in their own body. We'll focus on mindset, attitude, and habits surrounding sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement so that you're showing up for your whole self. Badass isn't a look, it's an attitude. It's an energy. So wherever you're at, settle in and get comfy. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, my friends? Thank you for being here, and hello from the land of chaos. I just finished watching my monster of a puppy running around the yard and now through the house after having a wicked case of the zoomies, and there are muddy paw prints everywhere. I might be questioning some life choices a little bit, but at the moment, I couldn't tell you if that's because of the puppy or the dog door. All I know is that my rugs and furniture need a really good, thorough wash. But what's the point when they're just going to get all fucked up again tomorrow? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Hi, welcome back to another episode. I'm happy to have you here. If you've been somewhat keeping up with me here on Badass is the New Skinny, then you'll know that since my summer break hiatus, I've been consistently inconsistent. But hey, I'm going to keep chugging along until I find my groove again. I'll get it back. The good news is that after many life implosions, I think, I hope, the dust is starting to settle and the good things in my life can enjoy a little more of the spotlight that they deserve, so that's a plus. It also means that I get to come out of survival mode and start thinking more intentionally about what I want to improve on, why, and how I'm going to go about doing it. Because the thing about being in crisis mode all of the time is that you're really just focused on the things that you have to do, the bare minimum to get by and stay afloat. Which is great. Sometimes that needs to be the priority. The problem is that when you're going through so much big change or emotionally and mentally exhausting situations, the thing that you feel like you should be doing to take care of yourself, well, you might become a little bit indifferent toward those things. For example, about a week after my mom died, my guy's grandmother died. It was a dark time in our house, so when he would go to the corner store for a cup of coffee, which was his sugar delivery system, I would ask him to bring me home a monster cookie. Because that's a healthy coping mechanism, right? Just coat those big heavy feelings with sugar, not just once or twice, but daily. Yeah, that'll help us feel better. He and I are both well-versed in healthy habits and fitness. We know better. We knew that these habits were counterproductive to pretty much everything we needed and ultimately just added to the negative feelings. But we were indifferent because at the time we had bigger things on our minds and on our hearts. Then, of course, it became a habit. Full disclosure, we're still working on breaking this nasty habit, but we've made really good progress. The trap that we fell into was indifference. Think about it. When your life is chaos, good or bad, it's really easy to develop indifference toward the things that we know we should or shouldn't do. So how do you break that cycle? How do you break through the indifference? The first thing I'll say is that you need to ask yourself honestly, are you ready? Have you cleared enough of the muck or gotten through enough of the upheaval to truly, honestly allow yourself to focus on overcoming indifference and getting back to the things you know make you feel genuinely better? 
I've been a little wishy-washy on this next part in the past, and I think in doing so, I failed to emphasize something really important. I'm known for saying that if you can't stick to something, simplify it. If you know you're not going to do something, don't try to force yourself because in doing so, you make yourself miserable and build resentment and eventually give up. There's some truth to that, but also, it's a little too easy of an out. So when you ask yourself this time if you're really ready to break through the indifference, if you're feeling wishy-washy about it, you're ready. If your gut instinct is that you're not ready, honor that. But if you're on the fence, push yourself to step up to the challenge. Because as much as I hate the cheesy cliche that if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you, it's a cliche for a reason. Because it's overused, because there's truth to it. So for the sake of clarity... When you're thinking about doing something, if you have strong feelings that you're not ready, it's not the right choice or whatever, honor those feelings. But if you're thinking about doing something and you feel anywhere from wishy-washy to sure about it, push yourself. Take the leap. You can always scale it back if you go too big out the gate. Going back to indifference, the first thing is to ask yourself if you're ready. Wishy-washy? Confident? Good, let's move on. The next thing is to name what it is you're indifferent about. This might seem obvious, but we have a tendency to think about this too big, broadly, and generically. For example, I've been indifferent about practicing healthy habits. I want to overcome this indifference, and I'm ready to make a change and practice healthy habits. What's the problem with this? The problem is that it's not specific, so let's break it down. Here's what I'm dealing with. I was entering a busy season at work, I then cut my work time in half so I could partner with United Way for three months. Then in the middle of events I was hosting, my mom got sick and went back into the hospital. She passed away. My guy's grandmother went into hospice around the same time and passed away a week later. My mom's passing sent one of my closest family members into crisis, which created a tremendous amount of pain, uncertainty, fear, and stress. This family member is doing much, much better now, but the situation is still active, so to speak. The holidays hit. I got sick, which I'm mad about. My program at work is slowly falling apart because of things that are outside of my control. It's been a lot. And the whole time, I've been trying to do things like maintain my workout schedule, time with friends, keeping up with my hobbies, training my monster puppy, building kick-ass bookshelves with my dad, Seriously, they're fantastic. You should check them out on Instagram. And time with my guy, including his birthday, which was around the time we went from roomies to in a relationship. So there's been good and bad, and I'm incredibly, overwhelmingly grateful for the good. And it's been enough that I haven't had any shits to give about things like getting ready for bed when my phone goes into sleep mode at 8, so that I can get to sleep somewhere between 9 and 9.30. In fact, I'm still trying to break the habit of sleeping on the couch so I can have the TV on to quiet my fucking mind so that I can get to sleep. So when I say I no longer want to be indifferent about the healthy habits that I've let slide over the last few months, that's not nearly specific enough. What is it I'm actually wanting to do? And am I ready? In my case, here are some of the habits that just totally went to shit. Getting to bed at a decent time. Eating healthy dinners moderating sweets and other indulgences, drinking enough water, limiting soda and near beer, moderating portion sizes, and moderating my caffeine intake. Can you tell my sense of moderation went to shit? In looking at this, 
I have to ask myself if I'm ready to make changes. Honestly, I'm inclined to say yes because with how hard I've been working at the gym, I could be a lot further along toward reaching my fitness goals if I prioritized all of these things. Okay, so I feel ready. That's a start. Now, if you've made your own list of things and you're confident you're ready to prioritize some of them but not all of them, that's still a great place to start. And just because I want to change all of the things to improve these habits, that would be a big overhaul all at once. Regardless of how ready I might feel, I know myself. And this is true for most people. Changing everything isn't really sustainable. In this case, I want to instead choose something that is going to give me the easiest win and make an action plan. Basically a SMART goal. Something specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. Do I need to get all carried away and map it out in a bullet journal? No, but I could if I wanted to. And if that's your thing, you do you. When I look at my list, I notice that the things that I have are largely related to nutrition and rest. I'm fucking tired. And when I'm tired, I have a very, very hard time moderating what I eat and drink. So to help me push past my indifference and get myself the easy win to create some momentum for tackling the other habits, I'm going to choose to focus on getting to bed at a decent time. For me, this could mean not taking my phone out of sleep mode. Once it's in sleep mode, it stays in sleep mode. It could be turning off as many lights in my general living space as possible when my phone goes into sleep mode. It could also be wrap up whatever I'm doing at that time and start my evening routine, wash my face, brush my teeth, prep my food for the next day, get ready for bed, and then finally settle in with a book and read until I'm ready to go to sleep. See how this one thing requires multiple steps? That's why I don't want to try to tackle more than one thing at a time. And honestly, for me, this seems like the least miserable change I could make. I like sleep. I don't like feeling tired. So making these changes to get more sleep and be less tired feels really doable. If I'm smart and intentional about how I move forward, I can make good progress. And I'm not throwing the rest of it out the window. I'm keeping that list and I'll brainstorm how I might go about turning those habits around. As my confidence grows and as I get more comfortable in what I'm doing, I can then choose the next easiest thing to focus on. Knowing me, it'll probably be water because by drinking more water, I already know that will make some of the other things even easier, like drinking less soda and near beer. So I have a plan. I evaluated my situation, decided I'm ready to overcome my indifference, identified the areas that I've become indifferent about, picked one thing to focus on, and I broke it down into actionable steps so that I can stay on track. I feel good about that, and hopefully that helps you see what the process could look like for you. Now, that's all fine and good, right? But what if you ask yourself if you're ready to make a change and move past this indifference, and the answer is no, you're not ready. But also, you really, really want to move past the indifference, ready or not. This is one of those areas where we really have to own the fact that we have control over our choices and we can choose to give ourselves more time to deal with whatever life event we're dealing with, or we can start taking baby steps. What I want to caution you against is, oh, I can't start prioritizing a healthier evening routine because life just won't let me. Bullshit. If your attitude is that you're not ready to start prioritizing a healthier evening routine because you're feeling overwhelmed by other things that you're dealing with, that's a whole different thing. The difference between the two is owning the choice. You're not a victim or a bystander. 
You are in a position with choices and there's nothing wrong with what you choose as long as you understand that if you then continue to see steps backward in progress toward your goal, that's because of the choices you make. And that's okay. It's not a judgment thing. It's an own your shit thing. And when you get to a point where you want to change that and take steps forward, you get to own that too. And that's empowering. When you keep the accountability, you keep the power for both the good and the bad. I don't have any science to back this up, but I'd be willing to bet that if you put yourself in a position of power and decision-making in all instances, you're more likely to make better choices. You choose what you do. Things don't just happen to you. And I realize there are some bigger exceptions to this, but when it comes to the, the choices that we make regarding our health and wellness, we have a lot more control than we give ourselves credit for. Now, I had no control over my mom and her health and her passing. We have no control over other people. I had control over what I gave up so that I could be at the hospital with her. I had control over how I showed up at work, how I managed my time, and how I nourished myself in the process. So if you ask yourself if you're ready to overcome the indifference and the answer is no, it's okay. Ask yourself again tomorrow and the next day, and you keep asking yourself until the answer is yes. And when the answer is yes, ask yourself what you're going to do about it. Where will you start? And you know, if you keep asking yourself and the answer continues to be no and it doesn't look like it's about to change, that's a bigger thing. At that point, you have to ask yourself why the answer is always no. And then whatever the answer is to that, break out what you have control over and what you don't. I think just that alone will give you some really helpful information about what you should do next and get yourself out of the indifference slump. Remember to go for something that's an easy win, because easy wins help you gain momentum for even bigger wins. I also want to recognize that sometimes it doesn't feel like indifference. Sometimes you're not indifferent, you just don't feel ready to make a change no matter how bad you want to. My best suggestion for you there is to pick something easy to do that seems sort of inconsequential, just so you can have an easy win. It doesn't have to be super meaningful, it just has to feel like some sort of progress. For me, once I start all of the steps to get to bed at a decent time, it might be harder than I realize, and my one easy win is that I just leave my phone in sleep mode even if I don't do any of the other things. I can start there if I need to and add the rest of it in as I feel more confident and comfortable with it. So to recap, ask yourself if you're ready to overcome your indifference. If you're not, ask yourself again tomorrow. If you are, break down the habits you've become indifferent about. Pick the habit that will give you the easiest win. Break down the steps you'll need to take to implement that habit. Get to work and adjust as needed. You're still human after all. Alrighty, my friends, I hope you got some value out of this. If it was a little bit rambly, well, welcome to my podcast. What else can I say? Stick around and hang in there with me. Cross my heart, I'm working on getting back into things. The holidays will inevitably make a mess of schedules and such, but I'm doing the best I can. And in the meantime, go do something that brings you joy and makes you smile, and I'll catch up with you next time. Later. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend or loved one so that we can grow this badass community. If you have ideas, questions, or your own badass story that you'd like to share, hit me up on Instagram at badassisthenewskinny, or check out the Badass is the New Skinny Facebook group. I appreciate you being here, my friends. Now make today awesome.